Welcome to the Happiest Mom Podcast. I'm Heather Reed, a life strategist, energy healer, and your host. This is a show about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and finding your way to do both while loving the life you've created. It's often thought that you have to choose between either a career or being a good mom, and that is a lie. I help my clients identify the tangible steps to unlocking their dream life by simplifying motherhood and business while also reconnecting to and caring for themselves. Even better, now I'm sharing these resources with you. If you're looking for a mix of practical, thoughtful, and a little bit woo, you're in the right spot. Grab your favorite crystals and oracle cards, reheat your lukewarm coffee, and let's get started. It's officially Q2, friends. And if you haven't met your goals from Q1, that's okay. I'm an expert in project management, so you'd better believe that when I found myself struggling to make progress in my life, I developed a killer system to change it. Now, my very own system that helps me focus and get more done in less time while making space to care for myself, that system is available for you too. The Say Yes to You Planner is less of a planner and more of a whole life organizer. Track your habits, establish a daily journaling and gratitude practice to release stress and shift your mindset, root into daily affirmations to encourage and inspire you, nourish yourself and your family with well-planned meals, plan your weeks and days so you never forget a thing again, hello mom brain, and cap your days with morning and evening rituals that nurture your soul. The revolutionary Say Yes to You planner is available now. Check out the link in the show notes to get your copy or go to www.heatherreadcoaching.com forward slash planner. Good morning and welcome back to the Happiest Mom podcast. My name is Heather Reed. I am your host. I am a life and business strategist for busy moms who are running their own businesses, managing their households, and raising children, which is a lot, right? And so we all need all of the resources and support we can get. And that is my goal with this podcast is to offer you support in the wide range of topics that come up as a mom, as an entrepreneur, and as just a human. So today's topic is about the gift of giving grace. And in today's world, I find that it's so divisive, especially the world of motherhood. I've stood on this soapbox for several years at this point around mom shaming, and everything seems to be so black and white, right? Either you breastfeed or you bottle feed. Either you sleep train or you co-sleep. Either you do all organic homemade baby food, or you buy the stuff from the grocery store. And it's really easy to get caught up when we think about the dichotomy of the black and white mentality. It's easy to get caught up in shame and anger and judgment. And I see this in mom groups a lot. They really run rampant with the shaming because we don't actually know the people in those groups most often. And so it's easy to come at it from a place of judgment, from a place of shame, and to try to convince those people to believe what we believe or 
parent the way we want to parent. And I'm not entirely sure when it became acceptable to think that we are the masters of parenting and that everyone should just listen to us. (laughs) But I also see it in the comment section of Instagram and TikTok, right? They're filled with it. And that can easily seep into our own brains and mindsets. The more that we see it, it starts to become like just the new way that we think. But the issue with that is that when we begin allowing ourselves to judge, shame, and ridicule others, even if we're only doing it in our minds, so even if we're not participating in the online judgment or shame, even if we're not like yelling at someone in public, right? It's generally starting from a place of judgment of ourselves of our own shame, of our own anger with how maybe we handled something in our own life, in our own parenting. Because all judgment stems from self-judgment. If you truly don't judge yourself in any way, shape, or form, then you really don't have any shame or judgment around other people because their behaviors and their choices don't trigger you because you don't have that same level of judgment about yourself and your choices. And I think that's where it all stems from. All this mom shaming is really a lot of our own insecurities around our parenting. Are we making the right parenting choices? Are we doing right by our kids. It's the age-old question of like, am I a good mom? And so when we're feeling that ourselves, what we want is for other people to parent and make the same decisions we make because in some way that affirms that we are a good mom. So on today's episode, I want to dig into this a little bit and share a little bit about my experiences with this topic. Hopefully it can help you begin seeing and approaching judgment from a different angle. So one of my unique abilities in life that I never realized until I'd been in the corporate world for a little while is to see things from many different perspectives outside of just my own. So when something would happen, for example, in the corporate world that I didn't like, I would start taking stock of like, okay, why would that person do that? Why would they be motivated by that? Where is this decision coming from, from management? So I had one specific situation where a coworker came to me and was venting about something that had come from management. And I knew exactly why management was doing it. And so I was able to explain to them, like, I get that this is frustrating and, you know, it feels like a lot more work for us, but here's why they're doing it and why the company as a whole sees this as a priority. In describing that to her and and breaking it down in that way, she was able to see like, oh, there is a benefit to this and it actually does benefit me because it helps our company to bring in more clients and that helps me have job security. So, okay, maybe I'm more okay with this than I once was. And whenever we get stuck in this like victim mentality or or judgment or anger, Stepping outside of our immediate circumstances to take stock of what's going on around us, how are other people around us feeling, can really help us to gain that perspective to reframe our thoughts. So I do this also with my kids. When my friends come to me for advice with whatever they're experiencing, I always try to help show them either the other person's perspective or the the larger things that are at play that are causing things to be a certain way in their life, right? And um, and that really tends to help them shift 
either how they're going to approach a situation or their mindset around it. So why is giving grace important? I think this is such an important question that many of us have lost sight of in recent years because there is so much polarization out there. So the first thing is just we never know what other people are going through. We never know if other people have invisible health conditions. We never know if other people are currently going through a trauma or recently went through a trauma or they're in the middle of a grieving process or maybe they're having just a really crappy day, right? Like we just never know what other people are going through. And so they may react, they may behave, they may say something that isn't their best self. And giving them grace allows for there to be a dialogue around why that happened. And it also helps them to not judge themselves as much, right? Like if we can have that conversation and say, hey, this isn't like you. I'm here for you. Is there something you need to talk about? Or even in the grocery store, you know, if somebody's like losing their mind in the grocery store, having understanding that there's probably something bigger at play, like they're not freaking out over the cheese aisle because of the cheese. (laughs) You know, there's generally something much bigger going on. And so seeing if they need help, seeing if there's anything you can do for them could be really healing for them in that moment. The second reason why I think giving grace is important is because uplifting other people is a really good way to put good out into the world and to be that safe place. I think it really models for our kids how we would hope they would be when they're older and teach them how to be gentle with themselves as a byproduct of seeing us be gentle with ourselves and with other people. And the only way to do that effectively, in my opinion, is to model it, is to show them this is what it means to give people grace. This is what it means to not judge other people. And We can speak that to them as much as we want, but unless they're also seeing us embody it, they're not really going to learn that lesson in the same way, right? Like if we tell them this is how we should be and then we behave in a way that's directly opposed to that, what do you think they're going to end up embodying in their own life, right? And then the third reason why giving grace is important is because shifting thoughts from anger to understanding is one way to completely shift your entire mood and mindset in general in life. Remember at the beginning I said that all judgment stems from judgment of ourselves. So if we can begin giving ourselves more grace, we will be able to then extend that to others and it changes just the way you move in the world, right? It it stops the road rage because we wonder, like, did that person cut us off because they are, like, super stressed and late to a meeting? Not that that makes the cutting of us off less dangerous or whatnot, but it helps to kind of curb that, like, you're an MFR <laughs> type of reaction on the road. And it also changes how you react to your friends and family in moments of frustration, right? So when we're more gentle with ourselves and our and our neural pathways begin shifting to these different thoughts, then our immediate reactions to other people are going to be calmer, gentler, more understanding as a whole. So 
My goal for this podcast in general is to help you live your best lives and be your best self so that you can be the happiest version of yourself. And I can't do that without addressing this topic. It's come up numerous times in the last month for me personally where I could have chosen to be angry. I could have chosen to lash out. I could have chosen to judge and to create turmoil for that other person. But instead, I chose to approach things from a place of curiosity. So one example is we had a situation at our house several weeks ago where uh, I was home with my son alone. My husband was gone. My daughter was at her dad's house. And a group of teenagers was walking past our house. And one of them came up and mule kicked our door as hard as he possibly could and then took off running. I was in the basement, so I wasn't close enough to the front door to like really understand what had just happened. All I knew was there was a giant boom and our entire house rattled. This sent me into a trauma response. And I immediately checked the security cameras around our house, figured out what was going on. And then I took a few moments, right? So instead of going into anger and all of that, which I did feel those feelings, but I chose not to act from that place of those feelings, my immediate thought was, okay, I'm not sure how I should handle this. So I called the non-emergency police line. Like, are these kids causing damage and issues in other places in the community. So I called the non-emergency number and they said, we'll send an officer out to take a look at what happened and you can decide on a course of action from there. And the time that I had between calling the non-emergency number and the police officer showing up, I really came to a place of like concern for these kids because, you know, teenagers make choices that aren't always the smartest and they don't have the foresight to really see and understand the consequences of those actions always because of where they're at developmentally. And so I chose to approach the situation from a place of concern for their well-being. And I let the police officer know, like, obviously, I don't want anything bad to happen to these kids. And you never know who's going to be behind a door when you make that type of choice. And luckily, I was the homeowner when they did that. But not all homeowners would react that way, especially when you're presenting yourself as a a threat, which that type of behavior could 100% be perceived as a threat. And I was like, I just don't want these kids to get hurt. You know, like somebody might really react out of rage and they could get really hurt. So if you can find them and have a chat with them about like why this isn't a great choice, that would be awesome. Then I thought, okay, if this is my child, what would I hope would happen, right? Like, I would want to know about this. So we have a very robust and active mom group in our town. And so what what I did is I posted in that group and posted screenshots and video, but muted video so that they couldn't hear the kids' names because I knew the kids' names. And I just said, hey, you know, if this is your kid, here's what happened. If I was a mom, I'd want to know this is not from a place of judgment. I'm genuinely concerned for your kid's well-being. And, you know, if this is your kid, just let me know. I have other videos that might help you in having those conversations with your kid, right? Within 12 hours, that family was on my doorstep, the mom, the dad, the kid, having that child apologize to us. And the parents were mortified, 
right? If I'd approached this from a place of shaming, like, oh, whose kid is this? They must be a terrible mom, blah, 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 blah. Do you think that they would have felt safe coming to us to apologize? Probably not, right? And also the fact that they handled it that way shows that they are good parents, shows that they are involved in their children's lives, that they do hold their kids accountable, that they do want them to be a good citizen, right? If I'd immediately judged them, I may not have had the same outcome and I never would have known that that family, that those parents were good parents and it wasn't just some like hooligan out causing problems in the neighborhood. Um, And so that's why I choose to always take a step back and, and come from a place of understanding is because it's easy to lash out. It's easy to be angry. It, it would have been easy for me to act from that trauma response I was having. But I just find it to be so much more effective to to take a minute, right, and and think about what's really going on and how can I approach this from a place that's going to get the best outcome. So some things that I like to ask myself is coming from a place of curiosity, asking questions like, does this parent know that their kids are behaving this way? If they did, would they be okay with it? Do I think that this child's parents are inherently bad people? These kind of help bring you back down to earth, right? So the same thing can be true in parenting groups or mom groups when other moms are behaving badly. Do I think this mom is inherently a bad person? No. Do I think she's acting out for some reason? Yeah. What might that reason be, right? And then you can respond to them from that place. Um, I also had a client a couple of years back who was behaving very badly. (laughs) They were not they were not behaving in a way that was appropriate. They were not treating me in a way that was appropriate. But I was still able to, even though we severed the client relationship because of their behavior, I was able to do so from a place of neutrality, kindness, and understanding because I was able to tell myself that she likely was suffering with mental health challenges due to postpartum, lack of sleep, et cetera, right? And that this likely wasn't who she was as a person. She was likely behaving differently than her normal self because she was going through some stuff. Doesn't mean I'm going to sit there and take it, but it does mean that I'm not going to add fuel to that fire either. And so I've found myself coming back to the question repeatedly of what would I want someone to do if – I was in this situation, right? What if this was my kid? How would I hope that they would address that situation? What if this was me posting? How would I hope that they would respond back to me? And then I would address that situation from that perspective instead of coming from my own place of self-judgment. And when I do that, my responses are a lot different. And what I've come to really recognize is that most parents are good parents. Most parents are involved and want what's best for their kids. And most parents, when they realize that they've made a mistake or that their child made a mistake or did things that are inappropriate or hurtful, or when they realize that comments that they've made are have really hurt somebody, they're usually mortified. 
right? Like we see this a lot on TikTok where someone will make some video that's really not kind and then they'll get blasted for their behavior. They generally like delete their account or set it to friends only or, you know, they disappear from TikTok because they're embarrassed, right? They're embarrassed of their behavior once they get called out on it. And I think a lot of people don't always realize what they're doing until that happens. So my goal with this episode is really to demonstrate that we're much more powerful when we support and uplift each other and see the good first versus automatically shifting into that judgment mode. And when we can do that for ourselves, we can also begin doing that for other people and vice versa. When we can start doing that for other people, it will become easier to do that for ourselves because we'll see other people that maybe made a similar situation or decision that we've made. And if we can give them grace, it'll be easier to extend that to ourselves too. And when we do, we will begin affecting change in our children in our communities, and I know this is cheesy, but in the whole world, right? If more of us begin approaching the world from this mentality, we can start dropping those barriers. We can start healing some of this divisiveness and this hurt that's rampant in the U.S. right now. So I'm curious your thoughts on this. Is this something you currently do? Is this something you want to get better about? Share with me on Instagram at Heather Reed Coaching. I would love to hear your thoughts and if this was helpful for you. And we will be back and share more next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Happiest Mom Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you'd like more information about how to begin building your happiest life, head to the show notes for the link to download my free guide to the five steps to creating your happiest life. And if you enjoyed this show, make sure to subscribe, give a five-star rating, and leave a positive review. Until next time, friends. Thank you.